Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. And so if we just, from that notion of what tools do we have to to start to feel better, if we just recognize, are we operating from love or fear? And fear is this frantic, this worried, this panic, this, I need to make this choice. I'm, I'm running away from something or I'm running to you. Whereas love is a little bit more, it's much more relaxed, but it comes from a place of expansiveness, of calm. And, and we start to tap into that, things start to change. It is Raquel, welcome to Your Own Magic, a podcast for the creative and the curious soul. And as usual, the sponsors that you may hear today and their special offers will be linked in the show notes, or you can visit yourownmagicpodcast.com slash sponsors. And while you're there, feel free to join the membership and leave a future topic idea or question in the topic box as your contribution is always helpful and meaningful. And if you're interested in potentially coming to the Your Own Magic retreat 2023 with myself and the wonderful magical channel medium psychic healer breathwork facilitator Brie Melanson <laughs> she's one woman that wears many hats she will be co-hosting with me at the Euro Magic retreat and yes she will be channeling she will be facilitating breathwork but yeah if you're interested I'm emailing those who are interested in the retreat so feel free to submit your interest on the Your Own Magic website yourownmagicpodcast.com and click retreat also it's Brie's birthday so say happy birthday to Brie yeah happy birthday Brie, we love you so much here on Yom, and we're thankful for all the wisdom that you've given us through the years. Anyway, and this episode is quite special with the magical Shannon Kaiser. So grateful and honored to have had this conversation with her as she's another human that I've honestly been manifesting to have on the show. So Shannon is a world-renowned spiritual and self-love teacher, speaker, empowerment coach, and she's a best-selling author of five books on the psychology of happiness and fulfillment, including the self-love experiment and return to you 11 spiritual lessons for unshakable inner peace. And so in this episode, we talk about confidence in our true self, self-love, calling out the pain and healing and embracing the dark times and healing the battle with our own body and mantras for healing and benefits of journaling and daily rituals to calm anxiety and having unshakable inner peace or stop doomsday scrolling. One part that was very fascinating 
to me was this question she asked in discovering our intuition style. This can help us build trust with ourselves and more on aligning with our true self, of course, and simply returning to you. So Shannon has such a sunny, warm personality. She's so radiant. And I hope that this episode will just make you feel like you are held in a warm blanket or just give you one big hug and feel seen like I did during this conversation. I love, I love chatting with a warm guest who is like sunshine and Shannon is like sunshine. You'll know what I'm talking about. Anyway, a total lunar eclipse is happening along with the full moon tomorrow. And so of course, I'm going to be releasing a little mini episode just sharing something that is on my heart. So if that interests you, feel free to listen tomorrow. And it's something you can listen to at any time. You don't have to listen to it tomorrow, of course. And then my Eyes of Aspen shop. Thank you for everyone who has been supporting my little small business, eyesofaspen.com. Anyway, with that being said, let's get on with the show, shall we? And enjoy Shannon's magic. Shannon, I am so honored to have you on the show. You are a gift to the world and you have been helping so many people for so long. And I remember being introduced to your work actually a while ago. So again, it's an honor to have you on the show. Thank you for coming on. Oh, it's so great to be here. I've been looking forward to this and I am just so excited to dive in with you. Yeah. What is lighting you up most in the season of your life? Oh, possibilities (laughs) with expansiveness. Like I feel like we've all just collectively just been in and through a lot, you know, and I feel like there is light coming through. I've been traveling more. I'm getting excited for new things in my business. And so I say possibilities because it's like, it's just exciting to be in that energy of lightness again. Yeah. Ooh, I love that answer. Possibilities. I agree. And I'd love to hear your soul journey and what Mm -hmm. led you to becoming the expansive being you are today, helping so many humans with tuning in within their soul. Oh yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting because I feel like we're always on the journey and every part of it takes us into deeper soul lessons, if you will. And I had Mm -hmm. what you could call a dark night of the soul or a spiritual awakening or you know, um, I, I was in my late twenties. I was climbing the corporate ladder. I was in mm-hmm. a career that really was suffocating my soul. I was working in advertising and working with celebrities. So it looked glamorous flying all around the world and doing photo shoots and stuff, dating a man who wanted to marry me. And I, um, was silently addicted to drugs and suffering wow. from eating disorders. And I would cry yeah. myself to sleep every night and, It was really, I thought actually everyone did that. I thought that's just what being human meant. I was just in such a dark place. I went to my doctor and she diagnosed me with clinical depression. Mm -hmm. That that was a kind of a turning point for me. And actually it really was a turning point. I came home that night and cried on the floor like so many nights before, but this night was very different. I surrendered fully and I said, I cannot keep living this way. I'm just living to the expectations of the world. Like it's exhausting. I mean, look what it's doing to me. It's killing me. And in that moment, the air thinned out and it was really beautiful because I felt grace. I felt love. I felt what I, I feel was my angels or God or my higher self say, Shannon, follow your heart. <laughs> it was simple. And, yes. uh, you know, every day since then, I really have been uh, doing my best to follow my heart. And it's led to this beautiful 10, you know, almost 11 year plus career of writing books yeah. and helping other people tap into their heart. So really the, the core of all the books or the retreats or the coaching or blogs, whatever I do 
it's about authenticity because I wasn't being authentic yeah. to myself. I was living to the world standards instead of my own alignment. And, yeah. and once we shift, everything changes. Ooh. And now you are in complete alignment with your true self as it sounds. And therefore you have manifested a world that, you know, is beyond what some people can even fathom. And so I'm curious how we can go come into alignment with our true self that we're confident in every choice we make. You know, there's layers to it. And I think that's even in this, you know, that's, what's interesting. Flash forward to like eight years into my career, I had written a book about joy. It was called joy seeker. And I'm traveling the world on book tour been teaching this work for a while. I was like a happiness coach and mindfulness coach. And, and I um, was on book tour, but I started having anxiety again. And I was like, wow, this is so interesting. What's going on? And my anxiety and panic attacks started to come in full force. And my ego was saying, Shannon, who do you think you are traveling the world? The world's falling apart. It was so loud. It's like, oh, this is going to go away. And so I think that's a key point to recognize is there's always different layers. And in that moment, I started to recognize what is this anxiety here? You know, what's going on? And um, it was like this moment where I realized, wow, I'm feeling these moments. What's happening is what is the opposite of this? If I'm going through this again, there's a lesson here. And here I'm a spiritual teacher, been doing this work. I have a great career, but I'm Mm -hmm. feeling anxious and panic Mm -hmm. again. And um, it said, well, the opposite is peace. You are in a master lesson of inner peace. And, mm. and that turned into really the, the newer part of the work, which is my newest book, Return to You, which is out. And I say that because when we're talking about authenticity, we have to recognize that there's always new layers of the onion to unpeel. So I can yes. say, yeah, let's be our true selves. Let's love ourselves. Let's be compassionate. And it's great. All the tools matter, Mm -hmm. but we have to meet ourselves where we are. And so wherever we are on our journey is exactly where we're supposed to be. And when we start there, then we wake up to the process of where we really want to be. And, and that's the journey, right? Absolutely. So there's no shame in what you're experiencing now as a human. And regardless of being a spiritual teacher, almost every spiritual teacher I've talked to say that they still every single day, you know, have to come to their tools, their lessons, because we're human, right? And so there's Mm -hmm. no need to be hard on yourself. And so I'm glad that you're sharing this with everyone, because some people listening, you know, they're reaching for perfection in this quote, unquote, spiritual experience, when that's not really exactly the goal, it's coming in tune to your authenticity and returning to you, which I love the name of your book, how did this transpire? How did this come through you? Yeah, it's so beautiful the journey because, you know, I was on tour in 2019 and then flash forward to, you know, March, 2020, I had just signed kind of, I was on schedule to do a full worldwide speaking tour. And it's been a a career goal of mine for almost a decade. So what was really special about this is I was like, yes, I'm going to be almost every in a different country speaking. And then 2020 March happened. And within like 24 hours, all the contracts, we all know what happened, right? We all remember it's like uh, the world kind of went into a collective shutdown and my ego jumped at the chance when all those contracts said, sorry, no speaking, nobody's traveling right now. The ego yelled, ha ha, see, all of it is going away. And in that moment, I had been practicing the tools for inner peace and the, the tools of really coming back into me. You know, I was on a return to you journey myself. I tend to write about what I need to learn about. So I was in this like journey of the book yeah. before, before it was actually being written. And yeah. uh, my inner voice quickly said, no, this is a deeper awareness of self. 
And, you know, you thought your life was going to be like all out there traveling. Okay. That's a goal, but that's not, and I think that's not who you are. And I think I was going into recognizing that so many times in our life, we think our happiness is outside of ourselves. These goals we try to achieve (laughs) and we try to manifest this new career, this new book, whatever it may be, the relationship, all of that is outside of ourselves. The real beautiful journey and work is on the inside to recognize we are enough as we are. And that's really the core of my work. It comes back to self-love. Which is an experience that is not always easy for most of us, especially with Mm -hmm. the variety of experiences we all go through and the different paradigms we live and the different traumas we may experience. And so for those who might be struggling deeply with self-love, what are some messages you have for them? Yeah. And I think we all are on different levels and it's really first looking at the world tries to tell us we should be a certain way. And so often yeah. we are trying to fit into the world. It makes sense. We want, you know, think about our childhood. We want to be liked, you know, we want to fit into our family and, yeah. and it's, it's, it's a wonderful thing. But if we really are honest with ourselves and it really comes back down to this disassociation with self, because we're trying so hard to fit what we're not supposed to fit to. Mm-hmm. We are meant to be who we are. And then we let the world fit. Once I started to identify this is the truth for us, everything changed. Like not only did my business grow up, my books started selling. I started to attract quality relationships. It was like life-changing because I was allowing myself to be who I am. And and yeah, I still have days where I feel shame or sadness, but it's like so different than when I couldn't even look in the mirror and say something nice about myself. It's, it's yeah. just, just be you and start to love the parts of you that you feel are unlovable. Uh, and then you become radiant. You're a magnet for other people. I mean, whew, it's wild from my experience with my quote unquote self-love journey. Um, I just, I, I recognize when I feel tapped in and tuned in to me and being authentically myself, unapologetically, it's wild what comes to me. First, I I just feel good, but also it's wild yeah. what comes to me versus when I'm in my moments of darkness, which are also beautiful moments because they really do teach me a lot. That's but, it. Yeah. Yeah. They really do teach me a lot. So it's nothing to really be ashamed of because it's. I look back and I actually am thankful for those dark moments. Yeah. You know, and I think that's the key. So often we try to resist them. And that was the difference between my depression in 2009. There was so much resistance of the world, of my job, of, of life, of trying to numb myself out. And when I was having the anxiety attacks three years ago, it was a very different space because I decided I, I realized I needed to dive into it yeah. because there was lessons to be learned. And as I share in my book, Return to You, there's this process where anxiety and stress and depression is not here to limit us. It's here to free us from a life or an aspect that no longer feels good or no longer feels aligned. And once we start looking at it as information, it's like we start to really move in the direction of alignment. Yes. Yes. And when it comes to allowing yourself to alleviate this anxiety or depression or whatever it is, do you have any sort of rituals or affirmations to calm the experience? Oh yeah. I'm a big fan of mantras. Um, In fact, when I very first left advertising and I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do, I started to practice mantras or, you know, positive statements, if you will. And I also do a lot of journaling 
And I believe in, you know, meditation. And that's one thing I have put in all of my books, but especially this recent book, there's a whole resource section. And I'd love to just like read one of my favorite, which is it's like a prayer for peace. And so if I'm feeling overwhelmed, I even have this like printed and posted in my office at home. And I, you know, during 2020, we were all going through a lot and there was a lot of chaos in the world. And I kind of tuned in and wrote this little prayer, but also if we're feeling anxious in our life. So, you know, you can just close your eyes and tap in or just listen, but it's, I detach from anything that seeks to separate anything that says us versus them, anything that says my way or the highway, anything that seeks to destroy, condemn, shame, or blame. Instead, I choose unity. I choose kindness and compassion. I choose love. And I think this is what, the reason I kind of tuned into this one is because I think so often right now, there's so much separation. We're kind of going through this loneliness culture after everything we've been through. There's the loneliness isn't necessarily outside of ourselves. We're feeling separate from the world. It's, it's a separation within ourselves. And so when we tap into love and compassion, how can we be more compassionate with ourselves? How can we choose love for ourselves? How can we unite within our own self? It's all connected, right? Mm, absolutely. And that was a beautiful prayer, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it. I closed my eyes and I felt it and your voice is so soothing. So it was <laughs> so nice just to keep hear. going. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. What? There are also, I wanted to share, there's also a couple others mantras, like I am peace, peace is yes. within me, peace is all around me. So mantras are big, powerful because what happens is you're retraining your brain instead of focusing on what is not working, which is what we tend to do as humans, we kind of fall into fear, you know, and it's by no, no fault of, we want to protect ourselves. You know, I even start the whole book and open the book with a quote that is by Stephen, Stephen Richards. And Mm -hmm. it is our level of fear or our level, I'm sorry, our level of love or our level of fear determines the state of our reality. And so if we just, from that notion of what tools do we have to, to start to feel better, if we just recognize, are we operating from love or fear? And fear is this frantic, this worried, this panic, this, I need to make this choice. I'm, I'm running away from something or I'm running to you. Whereas love is a little bit more, it's much more relaxed, but it comes from a place of expansiveness, of calm. And, and we start to tap into that, things start to change. Mm. And some people might be listening and feel like, okay, I hear you. I understand, but yet at the same time, I can't quite taste it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Do you have, when people are feeling so distant, so disconnected, um, perhaps they can, I mean, of course you have these 11 spiritual lessons, which I think would help. Do you have a few of those that you mind sharing for unshakable inner peace, as you say, that most may need to hear today? Yes, you bet. And that's actually it. I started to sit down when the world was going into extreme fear and chaos. And I had basically lost a whole portion of my business of speaking and I realized that there needed to be a process for, for all of us to, to reclaim our power and not fall into fear. And the very first thing I recognized is actually lesson number one is that we are in a school called planet earth. And so mm-hmm. everything we are going through, and this is a spiritual lesson that a lot of people we hear and we, t- you know, you hear kind of out there, but everything we're going through is actually, it, it is in divine order. And when I was going through my anxiety attacks, I started to recognize there's contrast. And in that contrast, we get clarity. So if you're feeling like where you are, 
is not where you should be, we start to look at the resistance. And if we're resisting it, obviously we've heard and we might know it, it might persist, but then we can instead reframe how we're looking at it. So Mm -hmm. I no longer look at the things that I have days that I feel really down or moments or periods of my life. And I no longer am thinking, oh gosh, this is like, I'm off track. Instead, I say, wow, I am, I have agreed to be on this planet so I can grow. I have said, yes, I want to upgrade my life. And that means there is like a season of my soul, which is like another lesson that I love in the book. Lesson number six, we all have seasons. The seasons are just like nature. The leaves fall off the tree. We're not, we can't be in summer outward, happy all the time. Yeah. There, there is a moment of reprieve of hibernation of really going inward. So recognizing this process can really free us. And, you know, there's a life truth that I, sh- I share is when we commit to feeling better, the universe does support us. So if you're in a place where you're feeling like stuck, the first step is to really not resist it. Just allow it, dive into it. Instead, stop saying it has to, you, you got to be on the other side instead, just what is the lesson? And then from there, commit, say, okay, I, I do want to feel better. Ask the universe for help, say universe. And that's been profound for me. I, I have a prayer practice. Every time I do ask the universe or whether it looks like you pray, if you, whatever your higher power is, or you journal or just say to your higher self, I need help. Whatever that looks like for you, start paying attention to the synchronicities that come in, right? You start getting insights or whatever that looks like. Oh, that is so true. What are some of the benefits of journaling? Journaling is really powerful. Not only is it help connect our mind and our heart cognitively and mentally, I believe in full body wellness. So there's spiritual, emotional, physical, mental, and intellectual. It connects all of them. Uh, But journaling for me, there's a couple ways. I'm a huge, it actually helped me with my depression. Uh, Mm. Anytime I'm going through kind of a deeper transition, or if I'm in a different season of my soul, I get my journal out. And there's journaling where you can do kind of a stream of consciousness, which is where you just ask a question and just let it flow, right? Just let it go. And then there's also journaling where you're really conscious and talking about your day. Uh, There's also the gratitude practice where you share your gratitudes each morning. In my book, Return to You, I am very specific with at the end of each lesson, there are specific journal questions. And I'd be, I'd love to share some with you. Please, I would love this. Yeah. So and since we're talking about you, you know, we're all living in a school called planet earth. One of the questions we can simply ask is what is the lesson I'm currently in? What am I learning right now? That's helped me so much when I'm, you know, in a spot that I feel stuck in. And then you can ask from that space, what, if you're going through a tough time, what is the contrast? Like, what is the contrast? What's opposite of this? So if you're maybe going through a really heavy time, maybe the opposite for me, I was in anxiety. The opposite was peace. So I was like, wow, I'm learning about peace. Uh, so there's, that's kind of fun. And then there's also True. other questions that we can ask. And one that um, here comes up is where do I feel called to help others? How can I be of service? Mm. And I love I that love one. Them all. I love them all. I love yeah, them all. Yay. Journaling. Yes. Journaling is one of my favorite pastimes as well. And I think that that's how I've I've learned a lot about myself. And I also, I mean, one period, one season of my life 
I struggled severely. It was a long season. I mean, like 15 years, but uh, <laughs> there was on and off worse times and there were, uh, or just more intense times and more severe times and others that were more moderate or mild. But I also struggled with um, the common human battle of uh, the battle against our own body and eating disorders, like you said, that you just struggled with and depression. Um, and yeah, journaling was one huge healer for me, uh, cause there were a lot of things I didn't even realize that for whatever reason, it just came through when I would write. And for myself, I feel like I'm a better writer than I am speaker. So it, I definitely am able to communicate better through journaling. Um, and so I communicate to myself through journaling as well, but I'm curious about your experience with this. Cause you said that you, had you experienced an eating disorder, you experience depression. And also I've seen that it said that you experience with the battle against your body. So how do you heal from these common human battles that many of us go through? Yeah. And I, it's interesting that, and thank you for sharing too, because I feel like sharing our story, even if it's just opening up vulnerably to one other person who you maybe hide yourself from. Maybe you haven't shared with your best friend that you've had a situation in your life. Just sharing and opening your heart to another is part of the healing process. And I think that is where we can start, right? Journaling, of course, is beautiful tools. But when, you know, I think my favorite lesson and chapter that I wrote in return to you is actually the lesson that it's, it's this idea of nothing real can be threatened. And that's actually a, a mantra from A Course in Miracles, and the reason why is because when we get bound down to it, we are love and love yes. is all and truthfully what we are, but we have these barriers and blocks that we build up against love. And we live in a world that tells us we're not good enough. We have people who traumas and things that happen to us that we constantly are building up against this belief, whether it's we're unlovable or, you know, what happens though, is we go through life and we start to build protection all from ego that keeps love yeah. out, right? It's like mm -hmm. you stay out there. And so when we're talking about our body, the biggest kind of in my life, at least the biggest barrier was to learn how to love my own body. It was, yeah. you know, I love my mind and I love my heart, but and that's why I wrote the book, The Self-Love Experiment, because it's like, I need to learn how to love my body no matter what size it is. And that's, I think, with anybody who suffers from eating disorders, I think we we battle our body, but you don't have to. It's whether you overthink or whether you are, there's so many things we do to our body, whether it's you constantly are berating yourself, or I should have done this at work, or or you're beating yourself up about how you look. And in this chapter, this idea of nothing real can be threatened, it's it's this idea that we are at war with ourselves. And the biggest war in the world is not the wars that are happening in other countries or the politicians that are fighting or even what we see about the gas prices or anything like that. That's all <laughs> out there and it's noise. God bless all of it, right? Like, okay, yeah. we're focusing on it, but it's keeping us distracted from the real situation that we are at war with ourselves on some level. There are parts of us that we are not accepting. And so when we really give ourselves permission to accept the parts of we that we think are either unlovable or the parts of us that we just haven't really fully embraced. And this is where the shadow work comes in, but it's the most beautiful work possible because it is bringing in the light. And that's really where, where the, I know it sounds heavy. A lot of us don't want to do it because it's like, oh, I'm just so tired. But the truth is it's the most rewarding thing ever. And that's what inner peace and true self-love is. It's about loving yourself as you are. You don't have to change. You are enough, you know?
Oof, oof, all of this really hits home. <laughs> all of this really hits home. And another thing as well that you talk about is doomsday scrolling. You were talking about the noise. And so I'm curious about, I know a lot of people look through and have this doomsday scrolling. If you're talking about social media, I don't know if that's what it is, but I'm curious, how do you advise we stop it? Yes. And I love that you bring this up too, because doomsday scrolling is like, you're just just think of how you feel when you, I love that you've been off social media too, right? Like you said, it Mm -hmm. feels good. I do these periods too, where I don't, I think there's a lot of pressure to be on social media. And if we just let go of that pressure and think about how do I feel when I'm on here and kind of carving out this digital detox, if you will, the doomsday scrolling was really going on heavy the last couple of years where it was like constant, there's just so much yeah. bickering online and just yeah. the constant pull. Look at me, look at me. A lot of it was just fear-based. And I started to really realize it's plummeting us. It's pulling our, our life mm-hmm. force down. It has oh, yeah. nothing to do with anything really. Yeah. If you look at it too, because if now look at where we are, here we are almost ending the year and all that's behind us. So everything's always mm-hmm. in motion, yeah. you know, and, and things move on. So we can sit and fester in the fear, or we can compare ourselves to other in social media, or we can use social media as a space to uplift, bring people together, put joy into the world. And so it's about how are you showing up on social media is one thing. And then also look at where are you putting your attention? We don't even have to be on social media if we don't want to fill your days with like joy. And, and one of the things that I share in the book is, you know, your purpose is personal expansion. I think a lot of times we're like, feeling like we have to be here because the world's here, like whether it's on social media or I have to build a business or I have to go over here and do this, but really it's about expanding. Where do you feel expanded to today? Maybe it's helping your neighbor. Maybe it's going to volunteer for the homeless. Maybe it's just walking your dog or sitting in nature, go where the expansion is, which really means where do you feel joy and just honor that each moment. Oh, I love that. And the beautiful thing about social media today is that you do have the potential to take control in a a way, in a sense of your algorithm. So you can mute those that you feel like are not bringing the joyful messages or the peaceful messages. And you can, you know, just continue following those who bring you joy, like Shannon Kaiser. (laughs) Yeah. You know, that's funny you say that because there was a period where I wanted to try to balance my algorithm and I was really, really wanting to have just cute dogs and I have a golden retriever myself. (laughs) So I did this experiment where I just liked and and followed only golden retrievers for a couple of weeks and wanted my whole feed to just be puppies. And it actually worked. So you're right. You can like totally, this was several years ago, but it was a fun experiment. Oh, I love (laughs) that. That's good to know. I love a natural look with some shimmer. I love that lightly soft contour, but add, of course, some shimmer and some blush, some highlighter, a whisk of eyeliner on the outer edges, and, of course, a strong lengthening mascara that does not clump or flake. That's basically the look I usually go for. So whether you like a more natural look or full glam or somewhere in between, you'd love Thrive Cosmetics because you're not only getting quality cosmetics, but you're also contributing to a good cause. And you also might already know of them as they have a pretty viral, vibrant turquoise tube on social media for their mascara. And it is a game changer. It is. I'm so happy that Thrive Cosmetics is not just stunning, but also 100% vegan and cruelty-free. And it's packed with clean, 
skin loving ingredients. Their high performance formulas set the bar high with uncompromising standards. So no wonder their bestsellers boast thousands of glowing five star reviews. And what also makes them even more special is that every purchase with Thrive Cosmetics contributes to making communities thrive. Hence the name. I mean, it's also spelled C-A-U-S-E, medics, Thrive Cosmetics. So it's not just about beauty. I mean, they're truly about giving back. So with your support, they donate products and funds to support communities in need through responsive giving. That's why they've been my beauty obsession since 2020. I've been using their liquid lash extensions mascara since 2020. I mean, this is a magical mascara that lasts all day without a hint of clumping or smudging or flaking. And removal is a breeze as all I need is warm water and a washcloth. Pretty simple. And also here's the best part. The nourishing ingredients in this flake free tubing formula not only gives you the length and definition that you crave, but also it supports longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. It's a love story for your lashes. So Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 20% off your first order. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. People who go through their dark night of the soul moments. Like for myself, I you know, was so excited about being introduced to spirituality and discovering my soul, communicating with spirit and having this harmonious dance with the universe and just having a beautiful soul journey. And then I remember in 2020 actually is when it happened. I was like, I got to get on social media um, <laughs> because there was so much noise that made me feel which was wild, like have a dark night of soul moment, disconnected, upset with a lot of things in the world. Yeah. And then, and so then I kind of spiraled a bit. Yeah. I saw this podcast and I still needed to, you know, show up and show up with love, show up with honesty as well in my heart. And I remember I would be honest about my dark night of the soul experience that I was going through. And anyway, so, but I'm looking back at that and because I'm so thankful because I needed to find a way to, you know, see my light again. And I think that it's so important that all the tools that you're sharing right now, the affirmations, the journaling, and I'm, I'm really curious about your other spiritual lessons as well, but there were so many tools that helped me tap back in. And I feel more, my heart has opened again. And I I'm thankful for that experience because I learned so many lessons, but I feel like I've had a second chance at continuing tapping into spirit, hearing spirit, and it's a beautiful experience. And so for those that are going through it right now, just trust that spirit will come through and listen to these lessons that Shannon is sharing, because those really do help you return to you. Yeah. Thank you. And as you say that too, I think it's so beautiful to recognize that it's, it's kind of a a overcoming of in letting go and surrender and there's always more to 
growing. So when we're in it, it feels so insurmountable. Like it's, 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 I've been through lots of them because there's different layers, but when it's happening, it feels like death because it kind of is, it's like an ego death and you're waking up to who you really are, not who the world says you are. And Mm, one of the very first things, like, you know, the very first thing is like, just feel your feelings, go into them because they're not bad. Um, it's interesting in my own journey, uh, I didn't realize I was kind of resisting my feelings, you know, and as I was writing the book, some of the feelings started to come up and it was this process of like really going into them and not looking at feelings as bad or vulnerable is not bad. We go into them because there are beautiful, it's an access, a direct point to our higher self. Uh, so that that's important. And then of course you have like crystals and sage and there's so many different tools, but the tools really are just ways to help us get back to our inner self. And that's what I think they're so great, right? Like, so you can use all of them, but really it's about your inner world. And that's why the feelings and processing them are so important. Beautifully said. So, so true. And there's another aspect that you've been teaching that I'm very interested in. It's called intuition style. Is this Mm -hmm. something that you talk about? Can you guide us to discover our intuition style? What is an intuition style? I'm so curious about all of this. Oh my gosh. In fact, this is one of my favorite tools and (laughs) you see how excited I'm like dancing over here. Yes. Um, In fact, you could go to my website, playwiththeworld.com and take the intuition style quiz. In fact, if you want to know. So one of the things, speaking of feelings, one of the best tools we have for navigating change, for feeling better in life for overcoming troubling times or just connecting and and getting to our truest self is our intuition. It is always guiding us. Uh, But how do we know if our intuition is telling us the truth or is that, you know, a lot of times it's like, oh, is that really true? We second guess it. So I have a process that really helps us. I lead this in my retreats and I put it in my new book and it's on my website now. But one of the questions of the quiz that I can just share with people, if you throw it out now, one of this kind of guides us through our intuition talks to us in a certain way. And so if you think about when you watch a movie, let's say you think about the last movie you watched, it was so good that you want to recommend it to someone. So what do you say? A, the scenery and cinematography was like top notch, the visual effects costumes, you know, like how it looked. That's what you share Mm -hmm. with your friend. Uh, B would be the soundtrack. Maybe your digital library and music is full of soundtracks. Maybe you remember the scene by the music. Mm-hmm. A C is how it made you feel. Literally, you were on like a roller coaster of emotion with the with the movie. <laughs> That's me. Yeah, there you go. Awesome. And <laughs> e, the storyline. Maybe it's the characters or the acting itself. Oh man, that's me too. Good. No, that's good because I feel like we often have two dominant ones. So that's why this is key. Uh So for anyone who answered A, you are in your intuition style. And this is kind of, of course, the quiz is more in depth. If you take the quiz online or in my book, you get the full report, but you are clairvoyant. So clear seeing it's inner seeing these play off the clairs. Your intuition style speaks directly to you from sight. That means it's your dominant sense. So when you see pictures in your eye, this is your intuition talking to you. I think it's important Mm -hmm. to kind of think to that. Um, Maybe you see events. This is, this is key. Like I said, we all have some of them, um, but they overlap. So if you said B, this is my dominant one. That's why my voice was like, follow your heart, Shannon. It's clear audience. It's clear Ah, here. You hear, Um, you're not going crazy. They're not voices in your head. This is your intuition. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so it's, it's, it's like the intuitive message come to you through your physical ears. It's like spirit universe talking to you. 
And often, a lot of the times, you sometimes may hear like, go right or stop here. It's your intuition's talking to you, right? So you just follow through on that. Okay. So see, this is you. Yes. You are clairsentient. This is the clear feeler. Yeah. sentient has the ability to receive the messages via the feelings. So your emotions talk to you and your sensations of maybe you're empathic. I bet. Well, I know this. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you feel the emotions of others. So this is a beautiful gift Deeply. to have. Yeah. And then of course we have D which is Claire cognizant. This is the clear yep. knower. Yep. That is it. I've always yes, known that. I, lo- oh God, sentience, I, I love cognizant. <laughs> yes, I've had like, other oh. people. Yeah. I've had psychics and uh, mediums, you know, share this with me as well. So it's interesting how this is on point because I know that I'm all clairsentient, claircognizant. Those are the two. I I'm love it. And so that is wild that you're this one question yeah. really, really <laughs> shows you. Wow. That is wild. Isn't it crazy? I know. I love, I love it. it. Um, I'm going to ask this for everybody. They're not yeah. going to know why, you know, <laughs> but so I'm fun. just curious. It's so fun <laughs> when you're like getting to know people, like it's, it's the best. Uh, so yeah, with the Claire knowing, you know, what's interesting about this one. Cause this is my second one. Yeah. I used to really, this is the one that I think when our intuition styles, the clear knowing we doubt it the most because it's like, it's just an inner knowing you don't have facts or proof or anything. Right. Yep. It's just this knowing. So I'm curious yeah. for you, like, how was it developing that growing up or, you know, it's like, how do you trust oh. knowing? Right. <laughs> yeah. It took time because I learned at first I had to unlearn what I first learned, which was, you know, to not listen to what, what I'm feeling that what I'm feeling was crazy, that what I'm feeling was not real. And then, um, but at the same time, what's wild is like what I was feeling and what I, or not even just feeling what I just knew deep down often came true. I just knew it. Like it was just Mm -hmm. a, it was an inner knowing, or when I, for example, when it came to ghosts, I always felt like spirits and stuff around. And I've, I've only seen them a couple of times. So that's probably my third, my second one. Cause I feel like, uh, clairsentience and claircognizance are really dancing together in the number one spot. I could not say which one yes, is yes. more <laughs> dominant than the other, but, um, mm. then when I stopped seeing them, I just like, because I know what that presence was, I would just know that's another way. I would just have this inner that's knowing true. that they were there. And then, yeah. yeah, but, and then I silenced that for a while. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, but what's wild is I thought I silenced it, but I really didn't, you know, like it, it's always there. Yeah. And I think that's the key too. We go through periods where we second guess ourselves and that's why I think it's so important. And in the book, and also if you take the quiz on the website, there are actual resources to help you build the strength that you are identifying with. So if Mm -hmm. you're like a clear knower, automatic writing is really good. Or, Mm. you know, there's things we can do daily to build up our intuition chops, if you will. It's like working out. The more you practice the skill, the easier it is to trust it and and strengthen it. Oh, that is so cool. So how do you build your clear audience? You know, it's really interesting because I wasn't aware that that was my intuition style until I started obviously getting more into this work and now teaching it. And now I really, it's not even, I just like really don't even second guess it because I hear a lot. Um, I will often journal when I hear it, I will transcribe it right away. So I'm always as a writer as well, I will carry notes and journal on it, but also I, I allow and say back to the universe. Okay. I got it. And that allows them, like, if I'm hearing spirit or I'm hearing my higher self, give me direction. It's like, okay, thank you. I got it. 
And then that means, okay, now we can give you more information. Oh, that's beautiful. What, who do you think is what, or what do you think is communicating with you through your ear? So for me, I I believe it's a, it's a, honestly, I, I, I feel and believe in higher power, God, spirit, universe. um, Yes. And also like my, my angels, my, I think it's all one, really, we are all one collective energy. So it's my higher self, my, my deceased loved ones. And my, I have a beautiful, beautiful teacher, uh, Dr. Peebles, who's on the other side. And I think it's all together, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Collective energy of benevolent love, beautiful, benevolent (laughs) love and (laughs) unconditional. And I had chills, by the way, when you're saying this. And for me, I always feel like whenever I have experienced chills, it's truth bumps. Isn't there Mm, there like a fifth, isn't there like a fifth Claire, uh, Claire, types of intuition yes yes there is I'm not sure what the the, um so in this one is it physical yeah you know I don't know what it is off the top of my head so yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I don't know (laughs) for example I think that a lot of us experience chills when something feels real something is true. true there's you know truth bumps as they say and that's just that's probably just another Claire piece that we all have well I think you bring up a good point it really is they all overlap I I find we have a a dominant, but really it's all together. And once we start honoring the intuition, we start to realize we can trust ourselves. And that's really what it's about. Trusting ourselves more. I really feel the outside world tries to do everything it can. Like, look at me, buy me all the advertisements, all the push pull. It's doing everything it can to not have us trust ourselves. But when we really just take a moment to tap in, get quiet, listen to ourselves, we start to realize, wow, there is some amazing, amazing innate wisdom within us. True, true. Oh, so true. I have a question. Are you still a coach? I am. Yeah. And in fact, I do. So I have a a practice that's very robust. I have life coaching uh, Uh that is also it's it's mindfulness and mindset coaching, but also I'm getting certified to be a health coach. So that's coming into there. But I I also am an author mentor. So I help people. I've been doing this work for over a decade. So I help people bring their books out into the world. What? I need to hire you for that. Yeah, I would love it. I love whether people want to self-publish or traditional publish. Oh my gosh, my authors, they, they have these beautiful books out in the world and they're living their dreams. And then with that, I also have the business coaching that helps them kind of promote and market the books as well. Oh, that is so cool. You have so, so many fulfilling. different avenues. Yeah. Yeah. It's that so is, fun. Yeah. It sounds so fulfilling and nourishing for the soul. How does one, let's say someone wants to step into a lifestyle like you're living with uh, becoming a coach, a variety of different coaches, also intuitive life coach, self-love coach, a variety of different avenues for someone who is interested in that. Do you have any advice? Yeah. I think the interesting thing is everyone has their own path. And this is what I see often where a lot of times we feel like it has to be one specific direction. And, And with my coaching specifically, I feel like we all have a special secret sauce, if you will, or a gift. And I truly know and have learned that my gift is about helping people be authentic to themselves. And so I say this because I've had people come to me and say, I want to self-publish. And so we put them on that path, but the universe always comes into what is for your highest good. And, you know, maybe a publisher came in and saw them on their Instagram and said, we want to publish your book. And so then they went the traditional route. And I've had another person who 
wanted to start her own business. My point is our souls always know what is for our highest good. And so I feel that I can be like, yes, go get the certifications or yes, go be a life experience coach. But truly what we have to do is tap into what is in alignment for us. And, And that's really what my coaching does in all my books. It's all about you and your soul's journey. So the advice I would say is to really trust yourself by listening to that inner voice that says, wow, I'm uh, what is this voice that says I want to be a coach? Wow, I want to help people. The first thing I would say is what what within you feels that pull? As in, for me, I started with a life experience coach. I felt and knew what it was like to be in that dark space and feel depressed. And I was so wanting to just help people feel better. And it wasn't about anything more than just I knew that I could help. And then that's where it started. And so if you just honor one step at a time and let it unfold, you know, then the process becomes very beautiful and opens up. And, and as I've grown my intuition now, it's just like downloads and it's a beautiful process. What a beautiful answer, because I mean, you could have just given steps, but instead I think that it's so true. This is a message for everyone. Your soul will know you'll have mm-hmm. this in her whisper and you likely already know as she's sharing this, mm-hmm. you likely there's a chance some of you already had whispers. So beautifully said, Anyway, before we move on to rapid fire, do you have any other heart messages that come to heart? Mm, One of the things I share in my book, The Self-Love Experiment, it's kind of a mantra that I always kind of share. There's two mantras from that book is one is thinking you don't have a choice is a choice. And I, I say that because I know we're talking about a lot of different things. And I think sometimes we feel stuck in the kind of the way the world is. But just recognize what choice you're kind of allowing yourself to be in. And that shift in perspective can change everything. And then the other one that I really wanted to share that kind of comes up from a self-love perspective is how I feel is more important than how I look. And we can also say how I feel is more important than how my life looks. How I am showing up in the world is we're trying so hard to look a certain way for others, but tap into how you feel and focus there. Ah. So true. So beautiful. So beautiful. All right. Are you ready for rapid fire, Shannon? Yes. I love rapid fire. Yay. Okay. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Yes. I love it when people say coffee. Um, (laughs) Like cold brew, hands down. Okay. (laughs) Yes. I love cold brew too. They form a body movement. Peloton bike. Yes. I love cycling peloton. in general. <laughs> Who's your favorite Peloton instructor? Oh my God. I love, I really love Emma Lovewell and Jess King. Okay. I don't, I How about you? Them. Cody. Oh my God. With, I, uh, I, I used to only do Cody only. And I think I almost, because I did him so much, like two years, three years straight, I was like, okay, I need someone new. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm sure he understands. Yeah, Cody, we love you. Oh my God, he's the best. (laughs) He is so funny. He definitely makes my day and I get excited to work out. I love this. (laughs) Let's be friends on Peloton. Please. Mine is uh, collecting dust in a garage right now because I need to move it into this new house. But uh, oh, yeah, all in due time. Perfect. (laughs) But no, I would love to. We have to be friends on Peloton. So, do you know your zodiac big three, your or just your zodiac sense? what's big three what is that so the big three is your sun your moon and your rising oh yeah i definitely i am pisces and i am sagittarius rising i don't Ooh. know i don't know the other but I, <laughs> I definitely know that that is me to a t like i'm always yeah i know those about I me see it. i do see it I <laughs> oh, really taurus do. taurus is the other one ah nice yeah. so that grounds <laughs> it that's so nice <laughs> yeah animal you connect with most if any 
dolphin. Oh, I love dolphins. Yeah. I got to swim with them in the wild <gasps> and it was the most, I felt like maybe I've been a dolphin in a past life. Like it was such a miraculous Perhaps. moment. So yeah. Oh, beautiful. That's that's a dream of mine. That's on my bucket <laughs> list. Uh, do you have a morning routine? Sort of. I, 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 uh, <laughs> I guess most days, it's funny. Like, yes, I should most days. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it changes, but the thing that I do do every morning is I do a nature walk with my dog. And then I like to go for a little drive to a coffee shop, support a local coffee shop. Cause I work from home. So I'll come back or I'll work at the coffee shop. And it's fun for me to, uh, just spend some time in nature first thing in the morning. Oh, that's so great. That's so beautiful. And if you could gift everyone, you know, a book, excluding any of your own, what would it be? Mm, what a beautiful question. Well, I would definitely say uh, A Course in Miracles. And I don't <gasps> think many would read it right away because it's a heavy duty book and it takes a lot. But hey, you yes. have it. There you go. Just open it and see what comes through. <laughs> oh, Marianne Williams. Amazing. It's like um, a lot. Yeah. This is the last question that I ask all the own Magic guests. How would you advise the own Magic listeners to create their own magic? Accept yourself. Period. Mm-hmm. Period. Now, where can everyone connect with you? I am on playwiththeworld.com. Obviously. I love that yeah. title, by the way, that site <laughs> name. I was like, that's so cool. It's so fun. Yeah. We're here to play uh, with the world. Right. And so there's quizzes and lots of resources there. I'm on social media, Shannon Kaiser writes and my book return to you and all my other books and card decks are available uh online or bookstores so it's so great to be here with you today thanks that was so amazing to have you on the show this has been such an expansive episode i feel my heart open i feel tapped in and yeah this lit me up shannon you lit me up so thank you so much for coming on the show (laughs) i hope you come on some other time and i can't wait to bike with you on peloton Yes, I do it. I love it. It's like, (laughs) light me up. That's our mantra for the day. (laughs) That is, light me up. And tomorrow, I'm going to say it in the morning. Yeah, (laughs) me too. Yomis, it is time for the outro. Thank you so much for tuning into the Your Own Magic Podcast for the creative and the curious soul. And don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already to be notified when a new episode is alive. And if you have a spare moment and you feel the nudge too, it would mean the world if you left a five-star rating and review. And I'm looking forward to reading whatever your heart has to say. And feel free to say hi as well and connect with the community by visiting the Your Own Magic Facebook group linked in the show notes. And if you have any future topic ideas or a question that comes to heart you'd like me to cover, then I'd love, love, love to hear from you in our topic box on the Your Own Magic website at yourownmagicpodcast.com. And there you'll also find a membership portal leading to guided meditations by me and some journaling prompts, some spiritual or creative tools, and more. And of course, feel free to stop by the new online shop for artisan jewels, trinkets, and more at eyesofaspen.com. And with that said, have a magical rest of your day. Send him my love, Gemma.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.